Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and we got an episode for you today. We have a bunch of questions that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that I'm really excited to get into. And I hope you all had a great little weekend. If you're listening to this on Monday, happy Monday. Um, I, I have I, I do have to talk about a personal matter. Okay. And this is not interesting, but you guys are my friends and I just have to file my complaint with you with the New York city department of sanitation, DSNY. Listen, and this breaks my little achy breaky heart because you know, my goal in life is to marry a garbage man. Okay. You know, that's my number one guy that I want to marry is a garbage man. Don't ask me why. But a man that will punch a rat in the face at five o'clock in the morning is my fucking soulmate. Okay, that's the man that I'm going to marry. But anywho, I have a problem with them and it's killing me because, okay, so here's what happened. I got a new bed uh, and it's one of those platform beds. I've wanted it for so long. I finally got it. It's like a low to the ground platform bed. I got it. Some random guy in Florida makes them on Etsy and it's like a couple inches off the ground. So you don't use a back uh, uh, box spring for that. So I threw out my box springs. I called the city. I'm like, you know, uh, like scheduling a pickup for them to pick up my box springs. Because if you throw away like something big, you got to call them. Otherwise, you get a ticket. So they're like, all right, cool. They scheduled it for the next morning. They didn't pick it up. Scheduled it for the next morning. They didn't pick it up. So this happened four times. And this was about a week and a half ago. And I kept calling them and they're like, no, we picked it up. I'm like, really? Then why am I looking at it outside my house right now? You, you didn't pick it up. Your boys left it outside. Okay. So the other day I come home and guess what's on my freaking door from the, from the New York City Department of Sanitation, who are supposed to be my fucking husbands. A ticket. Pissing me off. So I call them. They swear they picked it up. I look up all the, ta- all the um, requests online because, you know, they give you a number to like search it, see, w- see where they're at. And they, they all said that they were picked up. I'm like, they very clearly were not picked up, but now I got a ticket and now I'm freaking feisty. So I ended up just calling these guys who, I mean, if you want to run a business, I'm going to tell you what to do right now, because if I knew how to drive, I would do this. If I knew how to drive and I had a truck and I was strong and I was a man, this is what I would do. You just get a big ass truck and do this for a living because these guys charge me a freaking arm and a leg to pick up these fucking box springs. Okay. And it was two box springs because it's a king size mattress. So they gave me two twins instead of one king size for whatever reason. Fucking, I don't remember. But these guys charge me upwards of $300 to take away my garbage. Are you insane? First of all, marry me. Because they were nice. Those guys were nice. They called me. Oh, what do you need taken? I was like, I just need these two things taken. They, he said, I'm going to give you a 10% off discount. I'm like, why? Because I'm cute. But anywho. They said, no, because you pick, you brought it outside. They're like, we, you know, if we don't have to go upstairs, we'll charge you less. So I'm like, okay, cool. But anywho, you guys start a business of you just picking up people's garbage. I swear to God, it's going to be very lucrative for you. Okay. And the guy 
my little sweetie pie who came up here to who came to pick it up. He said, you should have just thrown it across the street. I was like, I know, but I, I was trying to do the right thing. You know, I was trying to do the right thing. And now here I am some schmuck that's out $300 while you two cuties put my box spring in the freaking in the back of your truck. So that's my story. And it really was, I'm realizing that I, I, these problems that I have, I'm becoming an adult. You know, I'm not like, I'm not little, I'm not a little person. Uh, These problems, they, they really grind my gears. And this is the shit that when I was young, my parents would be upset about. I'm like, what who fucking cares about the things? Yeah, no, I'm going to file a freaking complaint and you bet your ass. I'm going to go to that court date for my ticket. And I'm going to say, no, 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 no. (laughs) Does loyalty mean nothing to you guys? I've done nothing but, but praise you. You garbage men. I love you. See the ones that you love, never love you back. The garbage men don't love me. It's very clear to me. I don't know why I just love him so much. And I, <laughs> I was talking to my friend about it because we were driving past the fire truck. I was like, oh, maybe my husband's in there. She's like, what is with you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I just love them because they're like such men. Are you kidding me? A garbage man? She's like, yeah, but what happens when they come home and they like smell like garbage? I was like, I don't care. <laughs> Do you think that they have showers there? Probably, right? I mean, they wear a special suit. I'm not washing that suit, though. They're going to have to drop that off. Anywho, I went out on Friday night with my friends. Shout out to Alicia. Hi, Alicia and Ashley. And none of us can find a man to save our goddamn lives. Okay, I'm at the point where I'm going to throw my cats up in a tree and see see if the firemen are cute that come here. What are you going to do, though? Some girl, uh, not some girl, one of the listeners um, (laughs) DM'd me. This is like a month ago and said, I want to hook you up with someone. It's my orthodontist. (laughs) I'm like, what? She said, I want to hook you up with my orthodontist, but I'm banned from his office. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was like, the main issue here is that you're you're banned from an orthodontist office, girl. What happened? She's like, I got to do a fight with the receptionist. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's my girly. What a random thing. And then I go, send me a picture of Dr. You know, cutie. And he was cute, but he looked too much like this guy that I used to date. That was such a freak. I swear to God, he, that guy's going to end up as a serial killer. I just swear it. He was nice, but there was something, there was something going on, you know, in the attic. But anywho. One of you hook me up with your, your, if you have a garbage man in your family or, you know, <laughs> stop because I'm hooting and hollering and for what, <laughs> but, um, you guys, I saw a really good movie. This is my suggestion of something that you guys should watch this week. Um, I saw a movie called licorice pizza. It's out in the movie theaters. Now I'm sure I, I feel like every movie that's out, you could just stream it on your computer or some, or on your TV or something, but I don't know about that. 
Um, but it was really, really cute. One of those like coming of age movies kind of reminded me of that movie mid nineties that came out a few years ago. Um, but everyone else I've spoken to, you know, I went with my friend and we both loved it, but everyone else I've spoken to that scene is like that movie sucked. I'm like, what? I liked it. What the hell is wrong with me then? You know, but I am going to watch on my list. I'm going to watch it tonight. It's Sunday. I'm going to make a pot of soup. And I'm going to eat soup because I'm 89 years old and I'm going to watch. Um, you guys keep telling me to watch it. The Tinder, the Tinder swindler. And apparently it's a good uh, little docuseries out, out on Netflix. So I'm going to watch that tonight. Sex in the City's over. It's so funny because I have such a dysfunctional relationship with Sex in the City. I'm like, this show sucks now, but I will watch it the minute it comes out every week. I will watch that, but it's over for uh, this season. I have a feeling they're going to do a second season um, and it was all right. You know, I, I, we love to see the outfits. We love to see the outfits and that hot guy from Emily in Paris is in sex in the city. Hello. We live for him. We live for that little French cutie. Um, okay. So let's get to these questions that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Um, you can always send them in during the week. All right. So I got a couple of, you know, rebuttals about our discussion last week about the M&Ms and the Minnie Mouse. So this one says green M&M info. It says, I just wanted to inform you that the reason the green M&M was made a woman and always more quote unquote sexy was because the green M&M is actually supposed to be an aphrodisiac. What? I don't know if there's any science to support this rumor. It's just something I heard back in the early 2000s. That's all. Have a lovely week. Oh, that's very interesting. Maybe the color green is an aphrodisiac because I'm like, oh, maybe the coloring that's in the green one. I don't know. I mean, that does sound pretty scientific. I, I trust you. And whatever you say, I believe. Uh, this next one says the green, the green M&M is a queen and she knows it. Hey, Carly, I have an update on the M&M story. Apparently Mars, the company that produces M&Ms is being sued for child labor. Oh my God. So Mars may be changing the character designs as a media distraction from the lawsuit. I've attached a screenshot from Wikipedia. Oh my God. Also, I read somewhere that the Marilyn, oh God, that the green M&M is the Marilyn Monroe of the confectionery world. And I think that is so true. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, okay. So I'm going to read you this excerpt from the Wikipedia in, in 2021, Mars was named in a class action lawsuit filed by eight former child slaves from Mali, M-A-L-I. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that right. Who alleged that the company aided and abetted their enslavement on cocoa plantations in the Ivory Coast. Oh my God. This is so juicy. The suit accused Mars along with Nestle, Cargill, Barry Calabot. I don't know. I don't know who Barry is. Barry Calabot, Olam International, the Hershey Company, and Mandela's International of no knowingly engaging in forced labor. And the plaintiffs sought damages for unjust enrichment, negligent supervision, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. Holy shit. Oh my God. 
yeah, it makes perfect sense that they would do something intentionally on social media that they know is going to go viral like this. It's like, oh, you guys are worried about that. You're worried about the green Eminem being too sexy. Let's talk about the big picture here. Wow, I didn't even hear this. This is so crazy. Isn't it crazy that even if something's like produced here, there's it, it's such a um, there's such different levels to everything. And it's really sad because I, I feel this way about the fashion industry, too. It really is um, an inhumane industry for the most part. That's why I try and shop vintage or, or I'll shop, uh, you know, more ethically, uh, a w- more, more um, what's the word? You know what I'm talking about? Ethically. But it is really sad and it all trickles down. Um, wow, that's crazy. Okay. Let's get to this next one says response to Secret Keepers Club listener with a messy FMK. The other one just had an FMK. I'm going to um, do that at the end as well. It says, hi, Carly. I have a response to the listener uh, last week who was asking how to make friends. So lately, I've been posting on local Facebook groups looking for a new living situation since I'm moving out of my apartment soon. One girl messaged me saying she doesn't need a place to live, but that she's new to the area and looking to make friends. So maybe we can get a drink or coffee sometime once I'm settled in. I didn't think it was weird at all that she reached out. And honestly, it was pretty brilliant to find people in that way that also may be looking for friends too. So my advice to that listener, maybe screen for people you could vibe with in a local. Oh, this is a really good idea in a local roommate group, because chances are they're looking for roommates. They might also be trying to get out and meet new people. Hope this helps. Oh my God. Um, that's a really, really good idea. I hadn't even thought of something like that before. Hey, let's see. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our sponsor. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Just like going to the gym or the dentist, we should be caring for our mental health as much as our physical health. Going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means that you understand that people have emotions and need help controlling them sometimes. I absolutely love BetterHelp. I think it's such a convenient thing. And anything that makes our life easier, you know I'm always on board with it. I love that you can get an appointment quickly. I love that it's cheaper. I love that you could do it from the comfort of your own home, which is really nice because I don't know about you, but I feel like if I have something to do, my kind kind of like my whole day revolves around it and it kind of has anxiety rooted in that. So this just makes it a lot better. Uh, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So if you don't want to see anyone on camera, you don't have to. Um, you can give it a try and see why over 2 million people have, cho- have chosen BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and you can get 10% off your first month at Better help.com slash secret keepers. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash secret keepers. Um, there was another one. Okay. This was another one that was in response to last week. It says response to the girl that just wants to be called beautiful. Hello, my queen Carly and the beautiful baby boys, Robert and Stanley been obsessed with you since the girl code days. And I'm so grateful for your potty. Every Monday, you make every Monday a great day. I used to freaking hate Monday. So that's saying something. Oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. And I, and I thank you guys for tuning in every, uh, every week. So she says, I just wanted to respond to the girly whose boyfriend won't 
talk sweet to her. I have been in your shoes. I was in a relationship for seven years and this motherfucker would not talk sweet to me. It wasn't even because he said it made him feel uncomfortable. He was just so consumed in all his bullshit that he never once thought about anyone or anything else. I would ask for flowers or just random acts of kindness and get fucking nothing. I had guy friends of mine telling me how sweet and pretty I was and I couldn't even get it from the man who was supposed to be telling me. Ultimately, I was seeking so much attention from outside sources that I ended up cheating on him. I regretted doing it, but it taught me a lot about myself. I'm now in a wonderful relationship and my handsome, amazing man calls me beautiful every single day and I don't even have to ask for it. What I want to say is don't settle for anything less. I worry that it'll lead you into doing other things that you might possibly regret down the road. I promise there's a man out there that will give you all the love and affection that you want and deserve. Just my two cents wanted to share my story and hopefully help someone. Anywho, freaking love you, Carly. Thanks for giving us this podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much. I love you too. And that makes perfect sense. I mean, I think if you're not getting attention within your relationship, it makes sense why you would kind of look for it elsewhere. You know, I, I get it. I get it. So thank you for, thank you for, um, you know, sharing your experience about that too. And then we have another update, you guys. I love when my girlies update me. I love when my girlies update me. This one says, update, I quit my job. Hi, Carly and the two little lions that live in her living room. It's me, the girl with the angel boyfriend and the dog that needs to be wearing high heels. (laughs) No, because this dog is so cute and is a model. Um, She says, I just wanted to update you and the potty that I quit my damn job. And wow, the relief I'm feeling is unmatched. I actually started listening to a different episode of yours when you said you need to ask, we need to ask ourselves if something is worth our sanity. And I immediately knew what I had to do. So thank you. All my coworkers were actually really supportive. So it wasn't the shit storm that I had originally predicted. Love when that happens. Kiss you on the lips. Oh, well, good. I'm glad that you're happy. I'm glad that you're happy. I feel like this is, I, I read something the other day that it was like the um, rate of people leaving their jobs, the rate of people quitting, it was in the New York Times, is the highest it's ever been. And who knows why? But I think people are starting to realize what makes them um, happy and brings them joy and wants, you know, if they're unhappy in their job, I think they're just like, I'm going to find something better for me. Really interesting stuff. The pandemic affected us in so many different ways. Okay, so this one says, um, stuck between a rock and a boulder. Okay. Hello, baby queen and the princes. I love you so very much. I look forward to the episodes every week. Your girl needs help. So I am currently in a relationship with a wonderful man uh, for almost two years. It's been a little rocky, but the majority of it has been smooth sailing. About six months ago, I found out that he cheated on me. He was very remorseful and blocked the girl on everything and overall came out a better person. We got over it. We grew from it. Well, at my current job, there is this hottie with a motherfucking body who I work with. Oh, my God. This is so juicy. At first, it was very friendly. We'd platonically flirt and say nice things to each other and stuff. Pretty much just eye candy. We hung out the other day, literally just for food and drinks, and the night was amazing. We have amazing talk, lots of laughs, and there's never a silent moment. Ever since then, 
uh, we've been getting closer and closer with much deeper talks and a lot of feelings. He randomly buys me Starbucks at work and we have quote unquote tea time, which is our daily tradition of us going to lunch together, sitting outside and just talking about work and life, etc. He'll check up on me if I'm having a rough day and send me songs to cheer me up. There's so much chemistry there and we both feel it. I can't help but think that there's more to life than settling down at the age of 24. Oh, you're 24? I truly don't know what to do. I'm scared. I'm getting feelings for him and my boyfriend doesn't know. We haven't physically done anything together yet, though. I'm petrified something will happen between me and my boyfriend and we'll end up splitting. What should I do? I want both, but unfortunately, that's not how the world works. Any advice or feedback is greatly appreciated. I'm so stuck. Hmm. Okay, this is interesting. This has a lot of layers, too, because it's like he cheated on you. You guys got past it. You've moved on. Now this that now this guy who brings you freaking Starbucks every single day at work, he's a cutie. Oh, God. But. I think and this is just me thinking I can't tell you what to do. I have to say that so that I don't have any responsibility over this, <laughs> but I think your heart's telling you maybe not necessarily that this guy at work is for you, but I think that your heart's telling you, Hey, let's go see what else is out there. You know, 24 is young. I know a lot of people that got married when they're 24 and everything's great, but I think that if feelings like this are happening now, they're only going to continue and probably get stronger. And you don't want to be in a situation where, you know, you end up romantically involved with somebody while you're still with your boyfriend. Um, I don't know. I don't know because in this situation, nothing's guaranteed. And it might be one of these things where you both are kind of like loving this flirting thing and then say you break up with your boyfriend and you guys get together and you're like, eh, no, I liked it better before when we were just flirting. And now he's like just this guy that I have to see every day in my office, you know. But I think that it's a sign, like I said, if not him, um, it's a sign that you're kind of your eyes are open to other options. And maybe you're you're kind of like thinking about what it could be if you weren't in your relationship, which I get. And, and I will say if somebody hurts you, like somebody cheats on you and you guys get through it and you move on, it does alter um, the way you look at things from there on out. That's what I think. Um, maybe you wouldn't be as interested in this guy if you hadn't been hurt from him, hurt by your boyfriend previously. Um but hey, if it were me, I would probably have a talk with my boyfriend, be like, hey, I want to see what else is out there. Boom, boom, boom. And see see what you got going on. Because if you have feelings for this guy, I don't know. It's really, really hard. It's really hard. Now that I'm hearing myself saying it, I'm like, I don't know. I think that you have to make the choice, though. You can't keep doing both because then you're leading the guy from work on. But it feels like you really like him. I don't know. I just think it's your gut. You got to go with your gut. I think your gut's telling you, like, let's see what else is out there for now, girly. You're 24. You're 24. Okay. This one says, <laughs> oh, God. The title of this one is, I farted in his face. Okay. 
That's the title, you guys. Hey, Girly Pop. I love the pod. Love the commentary, your advice, and your quick wit. Have you ever wondered what's the worst thing that could possibly happen to you because it happened to me? And let me tell you all about it. Potentially worse than your boyfriend seeing your poop in the toilet. (laughs) Don't remind me. Uh, This was a few years ago, but my boyfriend was going down on me. And after I finished, we were cuddling and this man says, Hey, did you fart? Oh my God. No, I carried this one. (laughs) Oh my God. He did not. Did you fart while I was down there? And honest to God, I do not know when it happened or how I didn't not feel any smaller, large amount of air sneaking out of my body whatsoever. So immediately I was like, no, absolutely not. What are you talking about? No. And he just said, yeah, yeah, you did. (laughs) And he was so nice about it, but that shit has fucked me up for years. And now every time someone goes down on me, I'm paranoid. (laughs) Oh my God, you did not. (laughs) She said, literally my body betrayed me. I feel like it affects me. I know it's a human thing. And obviously I couldn't have avoided it because I didn't even know it freaking happened. But I think about this all the time. Has this ever happened to anyone listening or you help? (laughs) You want to know what? Maybe you didn't girl. I feel like, I feel like you would know. I think he was lying and that's what we're going to go with because that's the only way we'll be able to sleep at night. Me and you. Just thinking of it as, well, he was a fucking liar. (laughs) Not only did I not fart then, I've never farted in my life as far as that man is concerned. So maybe he had, he probably, he probably farted. Like, sir, no, you would feel, I I feel like you would feel it, but who knows? Oh God, not him fucking asking you right after that would kill me. No, that would kill me. I would be, I would just leave the country. I would go to Venezuela. I would, I would leave and go to Venezuela or something. I would go to Puerto Rico. I would just be, you would just catch me like under a palm tree in Puerto Rico, making little ankle bracelets for the tourists. Okay. It's nice that he was nice about it, but if he was really going to be nice about it, he could have just never said anything. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, know that you're not alone. And this is a solution that you can trust to deliver results. Nutrafol is here to improve your hair growth and promote less shedding through all stages of life. You will begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair within three to six months. I've been taking Nutrafol for a couple of months and I do notice a difference in the thickness of my hair. And I, and I think it's gotten longer and I just got a haircut and I went out a couple days after my my haircut and my friend said, oh my God, girly, your hair is getting long. So what does that tell you? Something is working. Something is working here. Uh, Nutrafol is a physician formulated to be 100% drug-free. It's only natural, clinical, effective botanicals in there. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning hair. That's stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and your metabolism. When you subscribe, you receive monthly deliveries, so you never miss a dose. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. More than 1,500 top doctors recommend. Nutrafol. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and use promo code SECRET. New customers get $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere and only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. 
Plus, get free shipping on every order. So take $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SECRET. Stand up for your strands and get Nutrafol. Okay, this next one says, I tried the avocado and honey. Okay. Hi, Carly. New listener here. I love the podcast. I love listening to it on Mondays now. Oh, thank you so much. And welcome to the new listeners. I also wanted to say thank you for introducing me to avocado and honey. It's a bomb.com. Here are pictures of my little goblins. Oh my God. No, your cats are so cute. And yes, you guys, if you haven't tried avocado with honey, put honey on avocado. It is so good. I talked about it. <laughs> I feel like I've talked about it probably three or four times. Um, and it's my absolute favorite. My friend got mad at me because I was like, it's like ice cream. She was like, shut the fuck up. It is not like ice cream, but it's sweet. It's very luxurious. Um, how do people with cats, by the way, since you just sent me a picture of your cats that are so cute, how do you guys keep your fucking house not everything covered in fur? Because I'm telling you, I lint roll. I do the chom chom. Do you guys have a chom chom? I do the chom chom every day. Everything's covered in goddamn fur and I vacuum and I clean. And you, if you have pets, you know what I'm talking about, where sometimes the light coming through the window just like hits in a certain way. And you're like, there's fur on fucking everything in my house. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? I texted my friend today. I'm like, girl, I don't know how people with animals like don't have fur all over their house. It's like every single day I clean. Oh my God. And I have one of those. There are certain things like I want to make a whole list of like my best ever Amazon purchases. My best ever that I use, I think the most is my lint roller. That's like a lint roller broom and you roll it on the floor and it has a broom handle. It's like, what a fucking genius idea. But that bitch picks up all the fur on the carpets and everything. I love her. If that thing ever broke, I would I would never leave my house again for the rest of my life. I would be too upset. There's just certain things that what are your things that you absolutely need like in the house? I have my dust buster is one of them, my lint roller on a stick. <laughs> Somebody please find me a fucking husband. Somebody find me a husband because this is the only thing that I care about is like cleaning things up with my <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to this next one. This says FMK shit crappens and things men do that are hot and FMK. Okay. Uh, hi, Carly. Hello from Oklahoma. Oh my God, we love exotic lands. Oklahoma. I've been listening to your potty every Monday for a few months and I've gone back and listened to most of the rest. It has been such a good way for me to get out of my own head and laugh. Uh, you know, since the world is on fire, I'm currently cuddled up with my COVID puppy Marigold. She's the best dog and she's practically a cat. She's so sweet and chill and random in sassy moments. Um, we both say hi to you and your husbands, Robert and Stanley. Uh, I should say I've been drinking a beer and I ate an edible. It's a big snowstorm outside and we Oklahomans don't go out for work or leave the house when that happens. A darn tornado can rip through our city and we will casually just sit in our cars watching. <laughs> but if we have a little frozen rain sprinkles, we call it a damn day. Good for you. 
that's the way it should always be. Like if it's snowing, we legally shouldn't have to leave the house, even if it's just a little snow and it's not going to stick because it's too damn cold. Okay. And then here's the shit crappens. One time in high school, I was at my boyfriend's parents' house, obviously, because where else will we where else would that Wang have lived? But I'm hanging out in the kitchen and his whole family is there. And I felt a rumble to be specific. I had period pain, you know, a slight cramp, but in your butthole, (laughs) I knew I needed to go quick to the bathroom, but it was right off the kitchen, like connected to the pantry. So I lied and I said, I needed to go grab something from my best friend's house who lived five houses over. He bought it. I drove there barefoot and I got to the door. Her dad answered and said she was at the mall. And I don't know why I didn't just ask if I could go in and use the bathroom, but I panicked (laughs) and decided and decided to drive to 7-Eleven. Then I realized I didn't have shoes. Girl, why didn't you have fucking shoes on? (laughs) Oh my God. Why didn't you have shoes on? So now I think, let me drive to my dad's house at the other side of town, a solid 15 minute drive. I almost made it there. But as I turned onto the street, his neighborhood was off of the floodgates open and my lower intestines came out. Fast forward, I'm home explaining to my dad what happens, and I threw my jeans in the washing machine and got cussed out by my dad for giving the whole family salmonella and then lying to my boyfriend about it 45 minutes later on why I had on different jeans. Thank you for reading. Love you so much. Oh, my God. Oh, and she also said, how hot is it when a man sands a piece of wood and slowly blows the dust off of it after? Girl, I've never seen a guy do that in my life except for in movies. That must be an Oklahoma thing because we don't even have like wood here. (laughs) Like picturing a scenario in which I would see a man not only sanding a piece of wood, but having the having the wood in the first place, then sanding it and having an area that that would be an appropriate place to do it. I can't even imagine it. But that does sound hot. And I do think that that guy from Gilmore Girls, like I picture that guy from Gilmore Girls doing that like cutting a piece of wood and all those damn Hallmark movies I watched during Christmas time. That was like, it's like Melissa Joan Hart. And there's this guy who's her cab driver when she gets to the airport, but he also owns the the catering company that's catering her family's Christmas. And he also builds fucking sheds and he makes Christmas ornaments out of blown glass. (laughs) Did any of you see that shit movie? Because I gobbled it up. I love shitty movies. Speaking of which, I'm so sorry. And I mean no disrespect by saying this, but goddamn J-Lo has a new movie coming out with Owen Wilson. And I love a J-Lo movie. Give this woman an Oscar, okay? Because I think it's about like a princess that marries some random. No, it's about a superstar that marries like some random guy. And I love it. You don't understand like, I'm going to overdose on that movie when it comes out. I'm going to the theater to watch it. But anywho, I'm sorry that you should. Here's the thing with that. I wouldn't have even gone back to the boyfriend's house. I would have just let him think that I was missing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that you really went across your whole town to go to the bathroom. But at the end of the day, I would have just stayed at my dad's and just been like, you know what? This was a sign. Um, (laughs) did you ever tell him? (laughs) 
Oh my God. We got a new sponsor that I think is one of the most ingenious ideas ever. I got this package in the mail because, you know, I get to test all this fun stuff out. I got this package in the mail the other day and I'm like, did I order this? And then I was like, oh no, they're sponsoring the podcast. It is just the coolest thing. So they're called Panic Panties. Your purse is a one-stop bodega for everything you need in a pinch. It's gum, lipsticks, tampons, tissues. And now for the woman on the go, there is the ultimate in a pinch accessory called Panic Panties. I love this idea. I almost, it's one of those things where I'm like, why did I not think of this? So what it is, is they're pairs of underwear that come in an enclosed little pouch and you put them in your purse. How many times have you been out? First of all, I know a lot of you. First of all, a lot of you crap your gosh darn pants. And we talk about it a lot on this podcast. So we have those types of accidents. We have period accidents. We have us going out and not having a pair of underwear after we hang out with our, with our little garbage man, right? There are all these different scenarios. One of my friends, I, they gave me two pairs. I'm giving one of them to one of my friends because her pelvic floor, she's always peeing every time she laughs. So there are a million different reasons why we need panties in a pinch, okay? So these panic panties are exactly what they say they are. You can use them anytime you're in a panic because you need a new pair of underwear. They're individually wrapped. And for all those times you're at the gym, you're on a date, you're on a trip, you're out of laundry or... Exactly. See, I didn't even read this. And it says, when you laugh so hard, you pee a little, which I think a lot of us go through that. They're great bachelorette favors, birthday presents. And for the fellas, you can stash one at your place to have a lady to have for the morning after. Wow, that would be a true classic gentleman's move. Uh, Panic panties come in three sizes, ranging from sizes two to 24. And they're only $13 a pair that make a perfect Valentine's Day necessity. Just for my listeners, you can check out all their styles at panicpanties.com and use secret and use the code SECRETKEEPER for 20% off your purchase. That's panicpanties.com. Promo code SECRETKEEPER for 20% off your purchase. Panic Panties for life's unpredictable moments. Okay, this one says broken record question, but I need to hear it. Hey, Carly, big fan of you, the pod and the kitties. I have a question about what I should do with my ex, who is also my best friend. Long story short, we broke up years ago, but have remained friends and hang out almost daily. However, he stopped having sex with me a year ago and said we can't be friends with benefits, meaning he just wants to be my friend friend. How am I supposed to feel in this situation? Uh, We have two vacations planned as totally friends, but the more I think about it and the more I drink alcohol, LOL, makes me maybe think it's not a good idea. Um, Would love your advice. Here's the thing. It's not a good idea because it feels a little bit like you still have feelings for him. And as much as I like, listen, I'm friends with a lot of my exes and I think it's great. And I think that it's a special type of friendship, but if one person is looking for something different, it doesn't work out because then it's not just a regular friendship and you end up getting hurt. You know, someone ends up getting hurt in that situation. I first of all, wouldn't hang out with this person every day. I know your friends, but every day, that's a lot. I don't even see my best friend every day. Um, but I think you need to maybe open the door and the, it, to opportunity of you like hanging out with other people, whether it's guys or romantically or friends or whatever. I think that you're kind of holding on to that because it's that comfort thing. Um, and I think you need to maybe broaden your horizons a little bit. 
as much as I, as much as I love to see people that used to date in a friendship, it has to be an amicable thing. You both have to absolutely be on the same page, you know, and you have to respect his boundaries. You have to kind of, you got to go, if that's what, if that's what he's saying, then that's what you got to do. But you can also move on and kind of see what else is out there. Okay. So let's do these fuck, marry, kills. Uh, the first one is friends, sub characters, fuck, marry, kill Paolo, Richard, and Joshua. Here's the thing. I understood the appeal of Richard, but I never thought he was hot because I was so young when that came out and the guys like Tom Selleck was like not young on the show but I do love that he you know what no because Richard was kind of like low-key a fuck boy he didn't want to be in a real like he didn't want anything serious he wasn't trying to get married he he didn't want to have a family with Monica um and to me it's like you're an old fuck boy bye so we're killing Richard now we have Paolo and Joshua I loved Joshua and I thought that Rachel blew it and Rachel fumbled the bag when it came to Joshua. So we're going to, we're going to marry him because I, if I remember correctly, the reason why they didn't work out was because she, they were dating for like two weeks and she was like, let's get, do something crazy and get married because everybody else was getting married. Everybody else was getting engaged. So she kind of felt left out because Ross got engaged to who Emily but he was like, oh, I'm scared. So Joshua, uh, Joshua was probably the one. And he was very, very cute. If I remember correctly, they did date in real life prior to her being on Friends. So marrying him. And then we're fucking Paolo because really what else can Paolo do? I mean, Paolo's not loyal by any means. Um, and he serves really no purpose in my life other than he like I would never marry Paolo he touched Phoebe's butt and we'll never forgive him for that and the next one is very I'm ooked out by even reading it but it's the fuck Mary kill is termites roaches and rats no thank you killing rats by far killing rats um and then Oh, God, they're both so great. This is, you know what, you guys? I'm cashing in because this is the one where I have to kill all of them. And that's for humanity. That's for the justice of the of humanity and people and the people of New York City. I got to kill them all. I, I, I can't marry any of them. And that's very rare that this happens, but I got to do it. That was a tough one. Um, okay, so. Oops. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Loved this little episode. Love, love you guys. And I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. You can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and we'll talk soon. Bye.